Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 264, and it is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I am your host, Victor Romoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, we are back once again on this lovely Tuesday evening. Um, the, the year is almost uh, drawing to a close. But as per usual, we have some nerd stuff to talk about, uh, some comics to talk about, some movies to review, and we're going to talk about uh, the this year's nominees of the 2021 Game Awards, uh, the Game Awards, which will be airing this Thursday. So we'll talk about our you know, all the uh, nominees and our predictions or our thoughts about the nominees as a whole. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. Um, as Carl is sharing the episode, I just want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce. Yes, indeed. Yes, Silk City Hot Sauce, uh, the Vermont-based um, hot sauce makers, creators, um, with such great flavors as Erotic Flavor, Mango Madness, and and their hot syrup, which is great. Mm, so delicious. Well, you've been eating some, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> what you use it on? I use it on these... Uh, empanadas i got from trader joe's ah trader joe's and and it's delectable it's yeah it uh it was every it was everything i wanted a hot sauce to be um but it's maple syrup yes maple (laughs) mm -hmm, maple syrup hot sauce which is which tickles every single one of my fancies oh jesus Here we go. Uh, yeah. So, and it's something that you know I could, I could do some things later. But, man, <laughs> man, listen. <laughs> but anyway, um, if you want to know the goodness of that hot sauce flavor and more, go to Silk City Hot Sauce's website. You can, um, which is what's their what's their website name? SilkCityHotSauce.com. All right, SilkCityHotSauce.com, and you and be sure to enter Codex. That's C O D E X when you check out to get fifteen percent off of your order i got nothing after that god damn it man (laughs) hey man listen listen that that scene from uh don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice in the hood (laughs) oh my god i wouldn't do that real i would not do that no maybe no no you thought about it you seriously thought about it for a moment but uh i mean i mean damn but but anyway, man, listen, I, I don't know anymore. I just don't know anymore. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I don't know anymore either. But uh, but yes, uh, but yeah, we're here uh, once again, uh, doing our thing on uh, this week. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Carl. Uh, how how's life? How's life in your world, man? I, I'm hanging in there, like. Yeah. It's been I've been just been keeping myself extremely, extremely busy mm-hmm. as much as I can. But you know, it's been, you know, still doing you know, doing some comic book hunting, doing some reading. I still got like a couple of groups I got to share this on. Just got like, I wasn't supposed to share it to that one. Um, okay, now, um, you know, I'll start. I'll start. You know. With the what I've been up to is on the comic tip. You know, I swear I love this portfolio. Like, I just do not buy bags anymore. Mm. Unless I don't have it with me. But mm. regardless, I'm going to start with this next Im- this uh, new image title called King of Spies. Okay. Written by Mark Millar, who, read, who um, wrote one of my favorite stories, uh, Prodigy. And the art is by Matteo Solara. Solara. 
And the story follows like the world's like the world's greatest spy, Roland King, and he's actually retired, mm-hmm. and who actually has six months to live. So he's not quite settled with retirement. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna go in. So he's gonna go in and just fulfill one last mission before he before he dies. Okay. Of your favorite Toronto cancer. Trip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. um, but yeah, it's like. It it's action packed, mm-hmm. like literally. I open the door and I'm just I open. I said open the door. Open um the first page. The first page and I just see like heads getting like blasted off and stuff. You know. Yep, that's Mark Miller, all right. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't that violent with Prodigy, but Prodigy was like a fun read though. Mm, I heard. Yeah. yeah, you should. If you find that trade, definitely read it. Okay. But um, so yeah, King of Spies. This is actually the D cover that we just put up. That we just put up front. Mm-hmm. But that was a lot of fun. Um, also, during my uh, adventures in digging, this is actually an eBay purchase. Mm-hmm. I act- I ended up picking up New Avengers 4, which oh, oh. actually has the first appearance of Maria Hill. Okay. Played by Kobe uh, Smothers. Yep. In the MCU, so I'm like, you know what? Why not? And if I was able to find it for an affordable price, why not? She's in the MCU. She's got. She's been making her rounds. Why not? Mm-hmm. So try to get as many first appearances. Now that's my thing. Like, let me try to find first appearances and let me see what I can get. I saw a first appearance of Black Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. What's not happening? It's too high. They wanted fifteen hundred for that. <laughs> It's not even graded. Wow. Single issue, but it's like golden age. So it's like, yo, them inside pages are just yellow regardless. Mm. Yeah. I mean, 1500, you might as well just get an OLED with a sound bar. What is like the life expectancy on that thing? <laughs> uh, I mean, play. I mean, it's like 10,000 hours, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play cards, right? I mean, it might, it might last for like at least two decades. The way you've been watching movies on it lately, I think you already done ran through, <laughs> through like half of that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it it's so good to me. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with your choice of words lately? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, y- y'all already know. <laughs> what is carpet? <laughs> It's, it's non-stick. I, 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 I know. Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> Who's making this worse? So the next up I got. Okay. So next up is X-Force Kill Shot number one, which is, you know, the story and story art written by the man himself, Rob Layfield. Mm-hmm. So and it's also the 30th anniversary of the X Force, yep. so you know there's variant covers galore. But first, before I get to the variants, um, Cable travels through time and assembles five different X Force squads to finally take down his evil tw- clone twin Strife for the final time, once and for all. Okay. And yes, like a typical, uh, like a typical Layfield comic everything got it all so mm. i happened to find that each 
like there was about seven variant covers mm-hmm. and of some of the solo characters. I got them all. Really? Yeah. Okay. So we're starting with Cable. All right. Uh, Domino. Okay. All right. Shatterstar. Mm-hmm. Deadpool himself. All right. Yep. Uh, Major X, his latest uh, create, creation. And uh, mm-hmm. Venompool. Venompool, you say? Yeah, and I think there's like one more, co- like one or two more covers. Like, I might as well just get them because I pretty much have every cover of this. Wow. Like, why at this point, why not? Mm-hmm. So then. And then finally on the uh, comic tip, I'm kind of breezing through these pretty fast. The next uh, MCU cover is Avengers. Oh, Avengers issue 50. 750. Oh, 750. 750 legacy run, but 50 in the modern run, in the current run. But um, yeah, that's in tribute to to the first Avengers movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know. There's a Thor run. There's not no. There's no current Captain America runs right now. But that, I mean, they could do some one shots mm-hmm. and stuff just to at least keep it in order. Because it's like they did the first two and then skipped Thor and Captain America and went straight into Avengers. So I'm like, hmm. you know, kind of get them all going. I think everybody else has current runs going on. So it's like, all right, just keep them coming at least. Yeah, you know. Um, I started playing that Guardians of the Galaxy game. Okay. It's actually pretty fun. Mm. Yeah, you control Star-Lord only, but then it's like, it's pretty deep into that. Like, you have to kind of like give directions. You have to give, you motivate the team Mm -hmm. as well. So it's like, it's more complex than what it was, what it, what you thought it was. Mm Mm-hmm. And it would have been better if, you know, you still would have been able to play as the rest of the Guardians. Yep. And I don't like Rocket's voice. For some reason, uh, it just doesn't. It, it's not Rocket. Okay. So, like, if you listen to it. And then Drax's voice could have improved. But other than that, like, I've been, I really am enjoying it. I would love to have played it on your whole head. Yeah. Just to legit see it. Because it's very, like... At least where I'm at in the game, it's still in the beginning. It's bright. Mm. Bright and colorful? Yes. Mm. Yeah, much like the movies. Yeah, like, I already got my fam- my famous Marvel light show. Okay. <laughs> and there's more to come. So it's like, you know what? Damn, I, I want to. I should, And I'm saying to myself, I should have brought it. Mm. I should have brought it. Yeah. Is it more fun than the Avengers game? Oh, absolutely. Okay. That's that's good. That's a relief. Like, uh, it's it could have some depending on how long the game is, and if there's like a game play, you know, a new game plus, mm-hmm. then that will be the final, uh, the final game in my four in February mm. series. All right, then yeah, I already picked out my games. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, what games did you pick? Resident Evil's remake two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to finish the Batman, the Enemy Within, tell- Telltale. That's just sitting there incomplete. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, depending on New Game Plus, yep. it'll be it'll be uh, Guardians. All right, nice. Okay, that's a good that's a good lineup. 
I already did Miles Morales last year, so I can't <laughs> do it again. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> nice. Um, and also, the Providence Pirates slaughtered the Elmira Eagles 146-90. to 90. God damn. Wow. Like, I'm sitting there like... I'm, you know, as I'm doing my thing, like I'm looking at the coach. I'm looking at the coach who's like right over by where I was at, and he's just yelling and just embarrassed. Mm. Felt bad too, because like the visiting, the opposing team was just friend. Everybody was just friendly. Mm. Everybody was just so nice to me, you know. And I'm just like, y'all getting y'all asses whooped. I'm kind of <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> Oh man, there was a, there was just like this one moment where like the scoreboard wasn't working, mm-hmm. and yeah, the controller of the scoreboard wasn't working. And then next thing you know, um, it just got dirt quiet. I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what song I have to play next. Set it up. And I'm like, what is going on? And I see them struggling. And I'm like, oh snap! Stop playing Peter Piper by Run DMC just because mm-hmm. it was just right there. And the players like looked at me. Was like, thank you. It was way too quiet right now. <laughs> yeah, just too aw- awkward silence. That's what it was. And I was yeah. like, yo, this is awkward for me. <laughs> and just started playing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Everybody was like laughing about it like the end of, at, at the end of the game. So mm. I got to get you some tickets. You can check out a game. Okay, nice. It's Providence Pirates doing their thing. That's what's up. Yeah, we're still undefeated. Okay, yeah, unlike your favorite team, favorite fo- uh, foosball team. Uh, we look, we're eating for. Yeah, we're eating for. Now I know you had to dig, you know, just throwing a, <laughs> throwing a shot. But damn it, it just. Yeah, I know. You, you, as a Cowboys fan, you want so little. Yeah, it's 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 understandable. You know, we take play. You know, we take baby steps here. Let's get into the playoffs and then go game by game, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens from there. Because. Uh, I mean, there's some, there's some contenders. Unfortunately, the Patriots are contenders. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, for They're number one seed in their division. Oh, well, oh, that's, oh, that's a pleasant surprise considering their, that their god left them. Uh, uh, Brady is it? Yeah. They beat the Bills to get that. I mean, it was the Bills. He can't defend. He can't defend himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to AK. Uh, watch who may be watching. He's at nah. I just saw his Facebook. He's at a uh, Buffalo Sabres game. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, you have my sympathies. Um, no, he doesn't. Nah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, for for Cowboys, I think making the playoffs is your Super Bowl, and I think uh, that, that was unnecessary. These are unnecessary shots, by the way. I mean, no, no, it's fine. You, you, they're, they're, you, they're unnecessary shots. We, we didn't, we didn't do nothing to you. You can still throw a party. It's fine. You know, like like the Browns when they when they had a whole parade for their team when they had a technically the perfect season. Detroit almost had it <laughs> until last last week they tied with the Steelers, mm-hmm. and then they just got their first win. Wow. Okay. Man, see progress. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they got. What it, I don't know if it's rebuilding or something, but uh, apparently they got a long way to go. Well, I bet they do. And I just finished wa- binge watching the Wayne's Brothers. Oh, okay. <laughs> on HBO Max. All the seasons? Yeah, all of them. Wow. 
How many episodes did that show run for? 22 episodes for, uh, uh, seasons two to four were 22 episodes each. And I think mm. the first one was like 10. Okay. Yeah. That's about, about a hundred, I think. About that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I was just like, uh, some of those jokes could not hold up today. I'm like, some of those good jokes did not age well, but I was like, this shit is still funny. I mean, I mean, you can say that for a lot of, a lot of 90s um, shows. And the thing is, you watch them and it's like, damn, this is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. That shit would not, you cannot watch, you cannot watch that show in 2021 eyes. Right. Like, you have to legit go back to the night. Probably a lot of shit that we know and loved, mm-hmm. can't, you cannot watch with 2021 vision. Oh, oh undoubtedly. Yeah. You know. Rush Hour? Mm-hmm. On TV, on TNT, they put a disclaimer in front of it. Oh, really? When they put it on TV. Mm. Wow. I mean, Rush Hour came out in 98. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Mm. Pop, 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 sugar, pop. <laughs> I made a gift of that dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Okay. You ain't caught up with Insecure yet. No, I haven't caught up with it yet, but I will I will see it. Um. After the episode, okay. When you see when you see it, then you're gonna be like, okay, all right. I mean, I wish they would have started some of this earlier, but okay. Mm. Okay, interesting. I, I will definitely uh, yeah. give it a look. See, but uh, but yeah. Um, before we get into what I've been up to, uh, shout outs to Nick Quattrini uh, in the comments here. Yo. Um, let's see. He says that uh, sup guys, happy Tuesday. Very excited. Found last Ronin. Issues one and two, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. And listen, um, said that he did not find Oswald's body, uh, but I'll be looking out for King of Spies. Yeah, you enjoy both of those. Mm. You enjoy both. I actually saw a uh, copy at of uh, Oswald's body in Time Capsule the other day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I did too. Um, I was in Time Capsule on Seekonk the other day, picking up a. Like a latest issues of um, Good Asian and Eat the Rich, and uh, Maw, yeah. Maw, that's the. That's the one with the with that commune of like abused women. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you meant uh, Mom Amelia Clark's. Uh... Oh no, no, uh, I, I haven't read that yet. All right, I haven't, I haven't picked it back up. I just got that one issue and I was it. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, for me, I've actually been uh, been watching some new movies. Um, uh, one I got to one I had the pleasure of seeing uh, all the way in a show in Dedham in Showcase Cinemas, uh, uh, Lux Lux Theater. So I had luxury seating, so I got to sit on this nice recliner. And they got those in thing in, in uh, Warwick. Warwick? No, I don't, no, I don't think they have that in Warwick. Oh, they got them in North Attleboro. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but but yeah, I was um, but yeah, I was in Dedham, and I was and at their at their showcase, and they had these like nice luxury leather seats, heated too. So it was just it was it was like the next best thing of watching the movie at home. And now I'm spoiled because you know traditional theater seats ain't shit to me anymore. But I'm still gonna go to the theater regardless. But I did get to see uh, Ridley Scott's uh, latest movie called House of Gucci. I knew you. You did tell me you was going to see that. Yes, you had company too. Yes, I did. Okay, um, 
Uh, yes, I saw House of Gucci, uh, which is Ridley Scott's latest film. Um, it stars Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Salma Hayek, Al Pacino. Um, as and and this is a film which depicts the rise and fall of the Gucci uh, fashion empire. And um, and it's 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 a very good film. It's it's definitely enjoyable. Uh, tons of uh, great performances. Uh, La- uh, Lady Gaga, who plays a uh, Patrizia Reggiani, uh, who marries into uh, the Gucci Empire when she meets uh, Maurizio Gucci, played by Adam Driver, uh, who initially was studying to be a lawyer, but then eventually um, is goaded by his his um, his new girlfriend turned soon turned wife to take the reins of the of the empire of the mm-hmm. Gucci uh, family name. Um, Al Pacino um, in full hoo-ha mode. <laughs> yep, um, he's he's a living legend. Uh, he plays Aldo Gucci, who's the uncle of who's Maurizio's uncle, who runs the um, who runs the business end as well, and uh, he runs like all all the stores in New York. Um, like the the film the film is is pretty interesting. I'm um, just seeing just seeing like the the power hungry. Uh, 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 struggles and and the conflicts between uh, Patrizia, what she wants and what she and all the dollar signs she has in her in her eyes, and you see like Jeremy Irons who plays um uh, Maurizio's father, um like she she sees right th- he sees right through uh, Patrizia and he's like yo she, she's a gold digger don't he, 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 t- he tries to tell her to tell his son watch out for her she's marrying you for your money she's trying to she's trying she's trying to stick you for your paper. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no bro. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> but but eventually he's like, no, I love her. But you know, I love her. You know, she's my queen and all this. So so they they marry and you see like their relationship and how you know greed eventually undoes everything. Um, the performances, like I said, a Lady Gaga commanding presence. She great leading performance um, as Patrizia Reggiani. Um, she definitely knows how to command the screen. Um, Al Pacino, living legend, it's great seeing him uh, still doing work. Uh, Jer- uh, J- Jeremy Irons, of course, and Adam Driver, g- terrific actor as well. Um, oh, you were gonna say something? I completely. I thought Al Pacino retired from acting. No, no, he's still doing it. He just he does few few few, few movies here and there. Oh, you know, okay, still doing his thing. Um, but. Um, so the so the acting ac- across the board for, for like the all the all but one of the stars is great. However, I cannot talk about this movie until I talk about the bizarre car crash, straight up train wreck of a performance by one Mr. Jared Leto, who plays Paolo Paolo Gucci, who is the who's the son of Al Pacino's character. Um so basically, I think I think Zack Snyder's Joker or Suicide Squad's Joker broke Jared Leto's brain in real life because just imagine Joker with an Italian accent. He might as well have been going, ah, 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 it's a me, Paolo Gucci, and I'm talking in an Italian accent. Mamma mia, Super Mario Brothers. Ah, 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 shut up by your face. What's the matter? With you, Gabba Cool, hey, and like you know, cupping like the that's... cupping the hands and everything. Uh, like that's like racist about it. No, 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 no. I'm, I know what you mean. No, to like, get. like I am, like I am not kidding. Like, like his, per- 
like that's... yo like like when you when you look at the performances of like Adam Driver, Lady Gaga, Al Pacino, Jamie Irons, all that it's a, it's like straightforward, just a great great performances, great acting across the board. They're, they're they're acting in like a serious dramatic biopic. Jared Leto went into business for himself. <laughs> what this dude did, he he was acting in a straight up. He he had it in his mind that you know what. All right, so Ridley Scott was like, all right, listen, Jared, this is a straight up, this is a serious biopic, straightforward, no bullshit, all right? And then Jared Leto's like, I bet, comedy, broad characterization, Italian stereotype, over the top, I got you. No, 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 no. But then, but then, you know, I guess he couldn't shake him from it. I mean, Jared Leto's character might as well have had damaged, tattooed on his forehead in Italian, because like... The, 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 like it's, it's it's a performance that takes you out of the movie because every time I saw him act, he was like, "What choices is he making in this? Why is he doing the things he is doing? Why is he acting like a full-on Italian stereotype? Like he has like he has like you know heavy prosthetics. He has like the bald cap. Like he looks like uh he he just looks like a, a, an old person. And his performance screams, "Hey, give me an Oscar!" I'm I'm Jared Leto. I won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, but now I'm fe- I'm fiending for another another gold statuette. Yo, come on, man. Yo, listen, man. Daddy don't feel so good, man. Yo, Jared Leto needs, needs his medicine, baby. Come on, Academy, give me my second Oscar, baby. Come on, man. What was the first one for? Uh, a Dallas Buyers Club. That's what he really won for. <laughs> uh, I'm bit no, because I'm busy trying to see like what Jared Leto looked like in this movie. Yo, like, 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 hey, big, big ups to the makeup department for House of Gucci because they made him look really good. But as, as like, as like an older, uh, you know, balding person. But yo, Jared Leto's performance is is the most bizarre acting performance I've seen all year in any That's movie. That's not him. Yes. Um. Let's 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 let's, let's turn it all to right. the camera here. So, um, so Carl zooming in. So for those for those of you watching us face on Facebook Live, this is a picture. Of Jared Leto in full makeup in House of Gucci, um, you know, old, bald, you know, looks looks nothing like Jared Leto in real life. But Could be a sign of things to come. Like now that now that I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay, it, I kind of see it, but damn, now Halloween <laughs> Hollywood makeup is like something else. Yeah, um, I mean, yo, like I'm I'm calling it right now, yo. I think Jared Leto is oh, gonna. Oh, here's a better. Yeah, here's a better one. Okay. Yep. Pulling up and on with just him. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I mean, I will say like the maybe the the movie deserves an Academy Award nomination for best makeup. I mean, just given how they how they made Jared Leto look in this movie. But yo, like in, in the words of uh uh one of my favorite film critics, Mark Kermode, um, I, he I've never seen an actor take so many acting pills. Uh, in a movie like like this dude i would say like this dude wasn't just taking acting pills jared leto crushed those acting pills heated it up in a spoon and mainlined that shit in his veins to give the bizarre comedic over the top you know immersion breaking performance i've seen in this movie like the 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 choices he made (laughs) i don't understand i don't understand the choices he made in this movie yo shout out to nick for that comment (laughs) Um. Oh, oh, Nick Quattrini. <laughs> Nick Quattrini has a comment with with the oh, with the shoot. with the cupping of the hands emoji. Why so serious? I did not know that was an emoji. <laughs> I did not know that. Why did it exist? Though? 
That is all. You know, I I I I gotta like that comment right there. Please do. I, I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> but yo, um, but yeah, uh, House of Gucci. It's a good movie, um, solidly directed, um, great act, great acting across the board, except for Leto's performance. But I'm gonna call it now. I think Jared Leto's gonna win win the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor because the Golden Globes are not reputable. Damn. <laughs> yeah, uh, it turns out that they that they they're not above bribery and they they they're heavily they they are not above like being bribed and showing blatant favoritism and they're kind of racist too. So yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, a Golden Globe. I, I see a Golden Globe and a Razzie Award for this performance for how, for Jared Leto and House of Gucci. I mean, wow. It, you you talk about this this is the acting equivalent of going into business for yourself like in professional wrestling. Only difference is nobody's going to beat his ass in the in, on on the set as somebody might somebody should have though. But yo, yeah, House of Gucci, good movie. It's worth watching. But you're gonna come away thinking, God damn, what was Jared Leto smoking? I think Joker broke his brain in real life. I I, th- I think it did more damage to him than than we realize. And and it's making me think how Morbius is gonna turn out when it comes out next <laughs> summer. <laughs> it's not MCU, so he not be control. I mean I mean The only thing Jared Leto has to say to you is I don't give a fuck. I know somebody like it. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> this is my worst Miss Pearly impression. Oh, Miss Pearly. from ne- Friday After Next. Ah, uh, okay. Did I see? I've never seen Friday After Next. Really? Nah, I only saw it next Friday, and that's as far as I went. Friday After Next is just. It, I mean, the quality of it went down, but it's still like it still holds up. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, House of Gucci. Come see it for uh, Italian Joker. Apparently. Um, <laughs> I gotta, I, there's got to be like a video of his performance that I could see. Oh, I'm sure there is. If you go on YouTube, there probably is like a clip of his performance. Oh, we can watch it after the show. Yeah. Like, just watch it. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. But um, but speaking of other movies, um, there's another movie uh, that is currently playing at the Providence Place Mall for our local listeners. It's a excellent and wonderful sweet movie it's called come on come on um it's um come on come on <laughs> come on what's the matter with you gabagool anyway uh i'm, I'm sorry you said come on come on it just i'm like since we on it we i kind of had to do it <laughs> i'm so sorry to but uh, <laughs> but uh come on come on um it's it's a it's a independent indie feature uh, indie drama starring Joaquin Phoenix uh it's oh, directed shit. by Mike Mills uh it's distributed by A24 oh, oh uh, damn it is not a horror movie <laughs> and it, it is not a uh a Victor ass movie as you, as one would call it That's but nice. um but come on come on it's a sweet movie it stars uh Joaquin Phoenix uh Gabby Hoffman uh Scoot McNary uh Molly Webster Jabuki Young White and Woody Norman and uh, this movie is actually very sweet. It's about um, it's about this guy named Johnny, uh, who played by Joaquin Phoenix, and the movie shot in black and white. He's like he's like a radio journalist, and he travels with uh, with a small team interviewing t- teenagers. You know, mostly you know teenagers and kids talking about like their views and like, oh, what do you think the future holds for you? Or what do you think the world's gonna be like? You know, when you get older, and you know a lot of uh, and these kids they give like some really profound answers. 
and and it's and it's, and it def, and it's definitely it definitely makes you reflective of you know what you thought of, the, of about the world at, when you were their age and so in the film uh joaquin phoenix's character johnny um he has to take care of his uh, uh nine-year-old nephew um because his sister uh, has to take care of her husband who's currently dealing with bipolar disorder and he has to be hospitalized so he she has to go to northern california to take care of him and so uh, Johnny decides, okay, yeah, I'll watch over your nephew. I'll take him back to New York City and, you know, show him around and, you know, we'll uh, we'll have a good time. And throughout the movie, it's very sweet. You get to see, like, their relationship uh, between Johnny and um, and his nephew, uh, Jesse. Uh, Jesse played by uh, Woody Norman. I think this is his debut th- debut performance. And, you know, as far as kid, as child performances go, uh, Woody Norman was really good. Like, like, it didn't feel like acting. It just felt like it was just a normal kid just... You know, spending time with his uncle, and you know, the film you you get to see their relationship, like you know how, like the highs and the lows, and like how just how irritating kids could be, like you know when kids you know, you know choose not to listen or try try to cop an attitude, but also the sweet moments too, where they try to connect, and you know uh, Johnny's trying to understand why Je- where Jesse's coming from, and you know how he's feeling about dealing with his dad, you know dealing with his mental illness and how that's affecting his mom and how that's affecting his life at home. And, you know, Johnny's just trying to, you know, trying to make sure that he's, you know, um, you know, having a good time in New York. And it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's an excellent film. Um, it's got great acting. I love the relationship, the, the, the dynamic between Joaquin Phoenix and Woody Norman. Um, uh, Gabby Hoffman, she's really good in some, in some of her scenes as well. And you get to understand why, uh, why her and her character and Joaquin Phoenix had like a falling out um, uh, in the, in the story. Um, like the film is shot in black and white. So like it, so it, so it kind of gives like a really striking uh, a look of New York city. Um, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sweet, it's a wonderful movie. It's excellent. Um, it's my second favorite movie of the year. Damn. Yeah. Like it's, it's really good. Like I came away, I came away from it like feeling good. Like, wow, man, this, this movie made me reflective. Like, this is a, a feel-good movie. Like, yeah, this this is definitely top top level stuff. So, yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of, if you're a fan of like uh, Joaquin Phoenix, if you're a fan of like great uh, independent dramas and it's about relationships, about connection, um, see, come on, come on. It's playing in 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 the Providence Place Mall uh, this week. So yeah, check it out. Oh, is it like? Does it take place in like a modern yeah. time? Oh. oh yeah, yep. It takes place in a modern day, oh. and uh, yeah, it's it's really good. And yeah, and, and also like the there's different scenes like where where they actually recorded real interviews with like real kids, um, and and like I said, like they they came up with some really profound, deep answers. Like, wow, man, wow. It's like the kids are going to be all right, but you know, even the I like still question, but. This <laughs> Every generation says that about the subsequent one afterwards. Which is true, but I mean, I've heard some dumb stuff. Like, I recently heard a TikTok where somebody said, oh, if you have a crush on a girl, it's sexual harassment. I'm like, you can't admire a woman now? Like, Yeah, that's extreme. And then another one was like, you know, we should have just let these kids eat the Tide Pods. And just around. What the fuck? Man? No. <laughs> I mean, I think the kids will be okay, but they but they're gonna have a more challenging world uh, to enter because of climate change and late stage capitalism and racism. Yeah. Oh, that's just never gonna go away. Yeah. We're just gonna it's gonna be a never ending battle. But anyway, um, mm. that, let's get back to a uh, much more uh, 
Yeah. Happy end note. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, third movie. Oh. I third movie, third and final movie I recommend for this week. Um, it's on Netflix. It's uh, by Sony Animation Studios. It's called The Mitchells versus the Machines. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, it, it came out back in April, and <clears throat> it's got a near universal praise. It's got, like, I think, like ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, ninety nine. Yeah, and I and I finally sat down and watched it, and man, I was I was impressed with this movie. Like, you know, Sony Animation Studios, like first Spider Man into the Spider Verse, like show that what they can do. This one continues that tradition, like the qual in terms of like the quality of animation and all the subtle and not so subtle visual gags in nearly every scene like it's just like visual eye candy it's like 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 into the spider-verse like you want to pause every single scene to see all the references and all the visual gags in every scene it's it's really good like mitchell's versus the machines it's like a it's like a uh sort of like a quasi road trip science fiction movie it's about this family um that has to contend with like the robot apocalypse where where um this um this this uh Social media mogul, aka uh, not Mark Zuckerberg, um, um, uh, accidentally uh, creates an AI that's so 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 sophisticated that it ends up uh, taking over humanity, starts cap- kidnapping people, and um, and 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 making them disappear. And so the Mitchell family, uh, led by Katie Mitchell, who's this uh, aspiring filmmaker, this mm-hmm. film student, uh, she's trying to. Uh, help Charlie trying to rally her family to make sure that they can save humanity as well as themselves um, and try to find a way to stop this robot uh, apocalypse. <clears throat> um, yeah, Mi- uh, Mitchell's versus the machines, like I said, it's it's a great uh, uh, adventure uh, movie. Uh, like I said, the quality of of the animation is is exceptional. like like Pixar level. Uh, uh, and yeah, like this is, this is a movie, like if you're a fan of into the, into the spider verse, this is one you should definitely check out. Like I'm looking forward to seeing what Sony animation studios does next. I know that they have the sequel across the spider verse coming out. Um, but yeah, I would love to, I'd love to see them do another animated feature with that style of animation. Cause it was, it, it was, it's, this is my third favorite movie of the year. Uh, so did you see the trailer to across the spider verse? No, not yet. Okay, it, it's more like it's a teaser, but it's like, okay, mm. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm ready for Across the Spider Verse, man. Because like Into the Spider Into the Spider Verse is my favorite Spider Man film. Um, it it supplanted Spider Man Two. Uh, all those uh, when it came out. Oh, uh, yeah. I knew you were about to say it all those years ago. Just go yeah. ahead, Aegis. Yeah. <laughs> Aegis up. But but yeah, man. Um. Yeah, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, it's, it's my quick re- quick recommendation. Great movie, um, especially if you're a fan of Sony Animation Studios. Um, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, but yeah, this is one of my favorite films of the year: Mitchell's versus the Machines. Dope, dope. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Guess we can get on into the what you like to call the the last minute meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Of this year, of um, tonight's episode, we were gonna be do- we are going to be doing um, predictions for the upcoming video game awards that are gonna be coming that are gonna be on this Thursday. Yes, this Thursday night. So that's uh, that's been like a new tradition of mine. Mm-hmm. So let's make a little game out of this. All right. 
What you, you, know, you know, something like we do that we used to do with UWO, you know, picks battles, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whoever gets the most, you know, whoever gets the most picks wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a little wager on it. All right. What do you have in mind? I have no idea. So that's why I was hoping <laughs> you would come up with something first. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, maybe maybe the person with the most wins um, gets to have the satisfaction of having the most wins and bracking rights. Oh, what the hell? Come on, man. Let's have some. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing any hot sauce related bets, though. No Wicked Nightmare extract. None of that. Nope. You can handle the ghost pepper hot sauce. I mean, the ghost pepper barbecue sauce, which is really good. I'm sure it is, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. Nah. Um, no Chick Fil A bets either. <laughs> Damn no. it. Yeah, but before let's get that out of the way. We we're not gonna have that homophobic chicken on our podcast. No sir, no ma'ams. Oh man, damn! What would be a good one? Hmm. Um. I guess. Uh. Well, no, we did that before when I had to wear the Cowboys jersey. When was that? It was like, oh man, it was like maybe twenty eighteen, maybe, maybe it was it was like well, the last time the Cowboys made the playoffs. Yeah. When I, did you wear a Cowboys? Damn, I'm mad. I forgot this. Yeah, it, it was it was like one episode. Like I had to wear the the jersey, and it which smelled like nothing, just like. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I don't know, man. Damn, now I got to find it. Yeah, it smells like fast food and monster energy drink. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Damn. Let me see. We, uh, did the, we did the White Claw already. <laughs> I did the White Claw. Well, you. Oh, I did White Claw. Oh, uh, well, uh, John says that the chicken for Chick-fil-A is so good, though. It is, actually. Not, is it? it? It does taste good. Just It does. It tastes good. Um, hmm. I did make you eat a triple a Burger King triple stack. <laughs> uh, you yelled America before you did. I did. <laughs> I <was> like, yelled America. <laughs> I had to pull a walk around. Did you pull, did you say America before you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, damn. What's that look in your eye, Carl? What? If I win, mm-hmm. you have to finally do it. Do what? Watch no, 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 no. Holocaust. Fuck! <laughs> no! Damn it! I, I, do I have to watch Cannibal Holocaust? If, you can if, handle it. You can... I'm 100% sure that you can handle it. Listen, yo, Cannibal Holocaust is notorious for a reason. Uh, let me see if, if you can eat vegan food while watching the opening scene of Nocturnal Animals, you'll be okay. Nocturnal Animals, that's nothing. I've seen way worse than the opening scene of Nocturnal Animals. Then there you go. You'll be all right. Listen, but Cannibal Holocaust has actual death in it. I'm not watching a snuff film. I'd rather, you know what? I can't, oh my God, I cannot believe I am saying this. Okay, instead of Cannibal Holocaust. If 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 you if you get more wins, uh, if you if you if more of your picks win for the for the twenty twenty one game awards, mm-hmm. I will take one bite and one bite only of a godforsaken Chick fil A sandwich. Swear to God, swear to God, 
No finagling bets because you have a tendency to do so. No, actually, no, no, no. I, I, I have a better one. I have a better one. Thank you, John Haponic, for this one. If you if you get more wins, more of, more of your picks mm-hmm. for the 2021 Game Awards, I will purchase with my hard-earned money DVD and or Blu-ray copies of both Blank Man and Meteor Man, and I will review them for a Victor's Corner live on Facebook. Yes. If you can, if y'all can see the excitement on my face, it is not matching the backflips that I'm doing in my head right now. Yes. So um, let it be known that. Oh, it's happening. Oh. Okay. All right. What you got for me? What you got for me? All right. So uh, if if I win, if you win, <laughs> if I. Win if if I get more picks for the 2021 Game Awards, okay. you sir, be sir, will have to watch a double feature of Hereditary by Ari Aster. Okay, and hmm, what what what, what could I what could I what could I throw in there? Um, what what what's what's properly messed up? Um, you know what? Hereditary and Cannibal Holocaust. Double feature. Double feature. Yes. Double feature for double feature. Yes. Yes. So again, if you win, I will. I will purchase and watch Blank Man and Meteor Man and review them for on Victor's Corner. If I win, you watch Hereditary and Cannibal Holocaust. This is documented. It is documented. It is it is live. You're not crossing. You're not crossing your legs. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uncross those legs. Listen. Listen. Uncross your fingers. Listen. Be a man. Be, you be a man. Mm-hmm. You will honor your your word is your bond. You yes. will honor your end. I will honor my end here and now. We will shake on it on camera. Mega powers. Electrifying, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's happening. Yes, this is happening. This is happening. This is people. happening right here. This is the one moment that Athy should be watching the show right now. Absolutely, yes. AK is missing that. She just missed something, a major announcement. Yes, that they, they missed it. They I will, it. I will, I will purposely. I'm like, somebody timestamp this. Yes, timestamp this right now. 40, 40 minutes in. Yes. This is a 40 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. We need to do this stuff more often. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm literally just fun. Just like making up stipulations. So, yeah. Um, oh, let's get to it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Video gamers. I'm not going to focus on like esports and uh, creators. Yeah, we don't need to. All right. So where do you want to start? For the nom- nominees for this year's 2021 Game Awards. All right, Awards. you know what? There's one. Okay, there's one esports game. So hold on. Let me write all this down. Okay. Yeah, I should write these down too. Excuse me while I move my uh, notebook around. All right. Okay, so first category best esports game. 
Okay. So the. Let's see. So what are the nominees? The nominees are Call of Duty by Activision, mm-hmm. Counter Strike Global Offensive by Valve, mm-hmm. Dota 2, also by Valve, yep. League of Legos, excuse me, Legends mm-hmm. by Riot Games, yep. and Valorant, also by Riot Games. Okay. I'm going to go League of Legends. League of Legends, okay. I will go with Call of Duty for this one. So you're picking League of Legends for best esports game for Carl. I will go with Call of Duty because I think a new installment came out this year. Vanguard. Yep, Vanguard. Yep. Ooh, this is going to be fun. All right. Next up, we got the player's choice. Player's voice, excuse me. Okay. Uh, player's voice. I think that's the, the fan voted one. Fan yes. Vo- okay. Player's voice. Let's see what we got. All right. So for the player's voice, we have Forza Horizon 5, Mm -hmm. Halo Infinite, It Takes Two, Mm -hmm. Metroid Dread, Resident Evil Village. Mm. Okay. These these are are some good picks. So I wonder what the fans will choose uh, in their own. Uh, Stead, um, for me, it boils down. It's gonna boil down between two games. I feel. Me too. Um, but I'm, I'm but I have to choose one. So I'm gonna go with Resident Evil Village. I knew it. And All what? Right. And what are you going for? I'm actually going to take. I'll go with Halo Infinite. Okay. These fans tend to disappoint. Mm. <laughs> All right. So most anticipated game. All right. And yep, I'll 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 write all those off real quick. So most anticipated game, we've got Elden Ring, God of War Rag- Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel, and Starfield. I'm gonna go with Breath of the Wild sequel. Ah, oh, that was gonna be my pick. Um, yeah, I was gonna that was that, that was that was gonna be my pick. If not, I will go with uh, God of War Ragnarok. Actually, no, no, no. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Elden Ring. Actually, really? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Elden Ring because that's um because I know George R R Martin has involvement in that and it's been talked about for the past couple of years. So like his take on like uh. The Soulsborne uh, formula. I think, yeah, I, I think I'm, that's gonna be like most anticipated for me. So, so Elden. So I'm, I'm gonna choose Elden Ring, and you got Breath of the Wild sequel. All right. All right. And uh, next one should it be a best debut game? I'm I'm actually kind of yeah. going up. So I've got oh. uh, I'm up on best multiplayer. Okay. So for those nominees. We <laughs> save that chicken bet for next time, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what I say? Best multiplayer. Mm-hmm. We got B- 
Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. It Takes Two. Yep. Knockout City. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter Rise. New World or Valheim? Um, I'm going with Back for Blood. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'm going to go with... It Takes Two as a Sleeper. Okay. Yeah. That should be interesting. Like, I haven't heard of that game until, until I saw this list. Um... Aris actually brought it up to me. I think he mentioned it when um, he was a guest back in June. Oh, okay. Huh. Hmm. Okay. All right. Next up, best sim and strategy. All right. Yep. So best sim slash strategy game. We've got Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. I don't know, not a damn soul who was even like remotely excited about a flight simulator. Actually, you know what? I'm. A, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Are you really? Yeah, cause um, it's gotten like terrific reviews, and cause like, cause I, w- I heard that with that game, like they've taken actual like top top topographical maps of yeah. um of like countries and cities and they've actually put that into the game. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and and and, that, and graphically it looks stunning too. So, I I'm going to go with Humankind. Wait, you know what? No. I'll go Age of Empires 4. Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's a prop- popular series right there. Yeah. Yeah. We really need to do this more. <laughs> All right. Best family game? Mm. I don't see Resident Evil Village on here, but You're whatever. An <laughs> okay. You, you would read the killing joke to your ch- children if it was a bed- for a bedtime story, wouldn't you? I mean, I mean not if they're like little. If they're 8, sure, but you know, that's but but 7, that's just that's just too much. What? <laughs> I know. All right. For best family, we got It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bow- um, in Bowser's Fury, yep. and WarioWare Get It Together. Hmm. I'm going to go with Mario Party Superstars. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um I think I'm gonna go with It Takes Two. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because because I actually actually now I remember what Aris uh, was talking about with that game. So I think you know, given the fact that It Takes Two has gotten several nominations from what I see, I think that might that might be the sleeper for this category. But Mario Party's always been popular too. Oh, absolutely! Like you just can't. Yeah. Plus, I heard a lot of good things about Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury too. Mm. All right. Best role-playing game. Hmm. Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) (laughs) Monster Hunter Rise. Scarlet Nexus. Shin Megami Tensei Mm V. And Tales of Arise. Well, um, if Cyberpunk wins this category... 
I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, man, there's actually two. Um, okay, there's there's two picks I have in mind here, but you know what? I'm gonna go with Monster Hunter Rise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm a. You know what? I'm a no. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'll go with Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yeah, I heard that was really good too. Yeah, I haven't played any of the games in that series, but I heard that they're dumb tough. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> best fighting game. Ooh. I love me some fighting games. Mm-hmm. So, best fighting game. We've got Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Really? And Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Guilty Gear Strive, and it's not even a contest. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm I'm actually just <clears throat> excuse me. I'm actually curious about this Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I'm just looking at the lineup here based on the cover. So, okay, so there's SpongeBob, there's Patrick, there's Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy actually, Cat Dog. Um, oh, they got some Avatar the Last Airbender characters. That's that's great. It's Smash Brothers. It's Nickelodeon's version of Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. Hey Arnold, Ah Real Monsters. Yeah. I want to see Arnold like punch somebody in the face. Arnold, well, no, he did learn. There was that episode he did learn karate from his grandmother. Oh, okay. Um, question with Hey Arnold. Did him and uh, Helga ever hook up? You know, I don't even know. Because hmm. I know Helga secretly had a crush on him. She built a freaking used bubblegum shrine. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, she. And then her mom threw it out and she went through like the dumb. She went through it, went to the landfill just to get it. Those were some unsupervised kids. They were, but they were all right. You know, you know, it was the 90s. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> but, uh, okay, so you picked Guilty Gear Strive? Yep. All right. Um, dang. I, you know, I don't have, I don't have a real dog in this fight. So I guess I'll just go with Virtual Fighter 5. <laughs> Ultimate Showdown. All right, so next one, is that going to be best action game? Yeah, we can go ahead. Yep. Uh, best action game. We've got Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. Mm, okay. I'm going to go with, uh, oh, I'm going to go with Deathloop. I'll go Chivalry too. Really? Okay. What is it about, okay. what is it about the Chivalry I have no game? clue, but I know the guys played it a lot. Really? So, yeah. Hmm. Oh, like, like the Aris Furman? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're going with Chivalry 2. Oh, that's that's a that's a real sleeper uh sleeper choice right there. Okay. You know, I've heard of I I, I was I was thinking you were going to go for like Far Cry 6. I haven't even played it yet. I haven't even t- took it out the wrapper yet. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like this is this is actually a pretty good uh, lineup here. Um, like I've heard a, nothing but good things about Deathloop. Like I really want to play that game, but you know, PS Five, you know, still unavailable. Um, Returnal, that's a PS Five exclusive. Um, it, it's, it seems like it has a good premise, though. Um, it's it's a roguelike, so you know, it reminds me very on that genre. Back for Blood, I've heard nothing but good things about. Uh, Far Cry Six, you know, heard some good things too, with Giancarlo Esposito's uh, main villain. Chivalry 2 I've never heard of, but I got to look up uh, footage of that now. Okay. Okay, next up, we got Best Action Adventure Game. Yes. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Mm -hmm. Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Mm -hmm. and Resident Evil Village. Mm. This is a solid round. Yeah. And you know, I think I made my pick. Okay. Uh, care to share, or should I share mine first? Uh, uh, no, I can share. Okay. Ratchet and Clank. Mm, okay. okay. I haven't gotten too deep in Guardians yet. Like I'm in, I'm having fun with it so far. Yep. But you know what? I'm not even got. It's still. It just got here. So it's like, let me. I need to see more of it. But I saw nothing but praise for Ratchet and Clank. Hmm. So I'm gonna take that. Okay. Um, ooh, this like any one of these could be could could walk away with the with the uh, category. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This is a tough category. Yeah. Um, if I'm if I had to whittle it away, uh, Metroid Dread. It's 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 a solid action game for sure, especially for Metroid fans. But I think. You know, as a Metroid game, especially a 2D one, like you, 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 know, you pretty much know what you're, what you're in for, as good as it is. So I, I don't think it's gonna walk away with this category. Um, Psychonauts two, um, I've heard, I've heard good things about. So that has strong potential. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has been surprisingly received surprisingly good reviews, considering uh, how disappointing Avengers turned out, which is a good thing. Well, that's because Crystal Dynamics didn't do it. Oh. Oh wow! Okay, even better. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm just roll with uh, Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I, I got I gotta roll with uh, uh, Team uh, D- Lady D- Lady D. You know, you know it's. Oh, she didn't get D. All right, Carl. <laughs> why why must you be lewd? <laughs> Have you heard your choice of words over the last few episodes? Maybe even more. Listen, listen. I mean, it's it's not like I it's not like I was ever on this podcast, you know, thirsting over Lady Domitresque as I, you know, as I imagined her, you know, chasing after me through the castle, you know, calling me a stupid man thing, and you know, just scooping me, you know, in her arms, you know, uh, you know, like like a lost puppy in her castle. It's like, hey, you know, put put the collar put the collar around my neck, Lady D. Look, it's it, look, look, send me into the doghouse. It's your it's your castle. I'm just an interloper. I'm a stupid man thing. You you ha- have at me, you know what you will, you know. Listen, I don't care. Send me to horny jail. Anyway, um, <clears throat> what? <laughs> who, who said that? Anyway, um, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> uh. uh Best VR and AR game. Yes. All right. <laughs> we have AR. Hitman 3. Mm-hmm. I Expect You to Die 2. Okay. Lone Echo 2. Resident Evil 4. 
or Sniper Elite VR? Hmm. These are some interesting picks right here. Um, I'll go Resident Evil 4 on this one. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll go with uh, Hitman 3. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to picture those games as um as VR games because I know Hitman. These are, these are like primarily well, Resident Evil Four and Hitman Three. Those are primarily third person games. So, yeah, you know I'm gonna go with Hitman Three. So you go with or Resident Evil Four. Yeah, yeah. All right. Re Four. All right. I need. Uh, this is going to be. A, <laughs> this is gonna be. A, I gotta make a meme out of this. Yeah, I'm already like thinking. Of, <laughs> Oh man, I, I I am I am I am so not looking forward to buying those movies. I hope not. Sealing your feet as it is already. I'll set. Look, you handed me the victory. No, then. by all means, I will take it. No, you're a Cowboys fan. You're accustomed to losing. I will win. You're not a sports fan, period. So there you go. I don't know. Yeah, I will be the Stephen A. Smith of this. Huh. Hey, Stephen A has had some losses too. Yeah, isn't he a fan of um, what's that team? Is it Green Bay? Is he a Green Bay fan? He's a Steeler fan. Oh. Hmm. Okay. But then also cheers for the New York teams. Mostly, yeah, the Giant. He cheers for the Giants as well because he's a New Yorker. Okay, understandable. You know. Yeah. So, innovation. And accessibility. Hmm. So for this one, we have Far Cry 6, mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 5, Marvel, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. Hmm. Now, innovation and accessibility. I think that like refers to um, accessibility modes. Um, I, I will say, like, um, as an aside, um, uh, even th- even though I've criticized The Last of Us Part Two, I give them props for having like a strong accessibility accessibility features. Right. That was that was really good. And I hope hopefully that becomes a standard for for games in the future. So, um, I think with that in mind, I don't I don't I'm not familiar with the accessibility options to any of these games. But if I had to pick one, maybe. Uh, uh, maybe Russian and Clank. Okay, I'll let you take that one. I'll probably. I'm gonna have to go with. You know, this one hasn't gotten no love from us so far, so I'll take Far Cry Six. Okay. Nice. I was just telling my friend about it today, and I was like, "Man, I really got that game for thirty-five dollars, man." I was. Yeah, it's a steal. All right. Who? Best mobile game. Hmm. We got Fantasian, Genshin Impact, mm-hmm. League of Legends Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, or Pokemon Unite. Um, I gotta go with Pokemon. I'll got, let you take that. Yeah, gotta catch them all. Um, All right, and I'll actually take Genshin Impact. Okay. All right. I didn't play it on mobile, but I played it on PlayStation. 
Okay. It's a free game. Uh, okay, nice. It's pretty long. Nice. Alright. Best community support. Apex Legends. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Final Fantasy 14. Fortnite. And No Man's Sky. How is that game still... Apparently, that's a game that just improved immensely, considering the fact that I don't know not a goddamn soul that bought it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually curious about No Man's Sky now. Like, I've heard it's improved enough that I was like, mm, I, might, I might give it a chance um, as far as survival games go. Um, community support. Oh, man. I feel like... Oh, man. I feel like either Apex Legends or Fortnite will go walk away with this. So, you know, I'm going to go with Apex Legends. Apex? Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. All right. And I will go with... You know, because it it still continues to improve, it's still selling, it. well, it's still working. Mm-hmm. I'll rock Fortnite. Okay. You gonna do, do the Fortnite floss? <laughs> I am too damn old to be doing this dance. <laughs> Yo, man. Ugh. Fortnite. It's still going. Yeah. Best ongoing game. Mm. Apex Legends. Call of Duty Warzone. Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite. Or Genshin Impact. Huh. Um, you know, I'm going to stick with Apex Legends. I'm going to stick with Apex Legends for this one. Okay. And um, I'm actually going to go Call of Duty Warzone. Okay. Hmm. All right. Don't mind me. I'm still writing. All right. And as you're writing, I'll look at the next category here. Uh, best indie game. We've got uh, five nominees here. 12 Minutes, Death's Door, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. Never played any of these, so you know I'm just gonna take a I'm just gonna take a gamble and go with Kina. Oh, I was gonna pick that. <laughs> uh Kina Bridge of Spirits. Um, I will go with uh, Inscription. Heard some interesting things about this uh, card game by Devolver D- Digital. So I'll, I'll so that will be my pick. Devolver. Oh shit! They did um. They did Fall Guys. Okay. Yep. I was thinking. I was like, why does that sound familiar? Oh, Devolver Digital did Fall Guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Games for Impact. Hmm. Games for Impact. What do we got here? We have... Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon... Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. Hmm. 
I'm actually gonna rock with uh, Life is Strange. Okay. Like I can definitely see like, that's just that game I can see like my stepdaughter playing. Yeah, I still have the first one as like a, one of those free PlayStation Plus games. Right. Yeah, I just never played it. Um, I'll go with uh, No Longer Home. Yeah, that that's, that seems like a like a salient game for this category. Best performance. Mm-hmm. So, best, best performance, we've got Erica Mori as Alex Chen in Life is Strange to True Colors. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Jason E. Kelly as Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu in Resident Evil Village. Holy shit. Yeah, you are torn between two already. <laughs> and Oziyama Ak- Akaga as Juliana Blake in Deathloop. I'm going with Maggie Robertson <laughs> as Lady D. I mean, the, the the voice, the look of the character is just it's just a one, you know. She looks nothing like that character, by the way. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I also enjoyed the the memes with uh, Lady D and Dante from Devil May Cry. I remember those. <laughs> those are fun. Uh, and then I'll take your other one, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo. Hmm. Yep. Uh, great actor too. Like, oh, that dude is good in anything he does. Oh yeah, like uh, Moff Gideon, uh, Gus Fring, and Breaking Bad. Of course, you, you can't forget his uh, start, his debut performance as bugging out and do the right thing. Ayo, hey, Sal, how come there ain't no brothers on the wall? My cousin actually saw him years ago in person. In, uh, in person. Oh, really? <laughs> she, like years ago, she went to a TV taping of Living Single. Oh. And he was a guest on that episode. Nice. Because wow. I remember that episode went because like when we were watching it when it used to come on Thursday nights mm-hmm. and she called us saying like hey this is the episode yeah you know it wasn't no text back no group chats back in the day it just they had to call each and everybody mm-hmm. they're like oh this was the episode and then I remember like John Carlo pulled out a gun and Regine goes gun and then I <laughs> and I was just born I just, I don't know how how I just remember that episode and then when I binge watched recently I'm like oh that's John Carlo Esposito in that episode wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Have to watch so, that. All right. Best audio design. Ooh. Audio design. You got Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank, R- Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. You know what? I'm going to go Deathloop. Mm, okay. Deathloop. Um, seeing as I've seeing how, as how I've only played Resident Evil Village, I'm gonna go with that because because it does have uh, great uh, sound design. You know what I noticed? Uh, you haven't played it on the OLED yet. I know I haven't. <laughs> yeah, because I because I've beaten it several times yeah. in less than two hours. Yeah, speed run. <laughs> yep. Oh man. To see Lady D on the OLED, dude. 
You already know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh Jesus. Best score in music. Mm. Okay. Best score in music. Uh, we've got Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, uh, Near Replicant, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. I'm just going to go with Guardians because it actually has legit music. Mm-hmm. We know that's the Telltale game had that one. Guardians has fucking Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I was just like, yo, they really got this guest song in this game. Wow. Um I will I will say um uh playing Near Automata back in twenty seventeen, that has an excellent uh musical score. So I'm I'm guessing that Near Replicant continues the the tradition. But um I'm gonna go with Deathloop because I haven't played Near Replicant. I'm gonna go with Deathloop. It, that game looks like it does have a good soundtrack. So the next category is best art direction. And we have Deathloop, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape. First. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank on this one. Yeah, it does look great, though. It does. Um, just judging on judging on the on on screenshots and footage I've seen for each game, I'm gonna go with Deathloop. Um, looks like it has like a '60s inspired um uh style to it. I feel like Deathloop's gonna. I feel like Deathloop's gonna get like a lot of praise this year. Mm. They got a lot of nominations. Nice. But then I saw. I thought that was Spider Man, and that shit got no love. Oh yeah, that's, that that's was so disappointing. Mm. Well, I think because 2018 was a strong year for games, though. It really was because it did go up against God of War. Yep, God of War, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was that was that was a really strong year. Like in hindsight. Mm. All right, so best narrative. Yep. Death Loop. It takes two. Life is strange. True colors. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy or Psychonauts 2? Hmm. You know, I think It Takes Two is going to take this one. Mm. Yeah, there's something about it that um, I think it's going to like strike a chord with the voters. Um, I'm actually going to go with Life is Strange. Okay. It just seems like a very story-heavy game, and I just haven't gotten deep to deep into the story of Guardians yet. Hmm. Okay. Up against best game direction. Ooh, okay. Best game direction. We've got Deathloop. It takes two. Psychonauts two. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And Returnal. You know what? I'm gonna go with Deathloop on this one. <laughs> yeah, what you got now? 
Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Yeah, solid choice. And last but not least, the main event, the game of the year. So we have six nominees for this category. We have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Mm. Ed and I, Ed from Party Nerd slash Game Adelphia said this last year mm-hmm. that Ratchet and Clank is going to be the game of the year. We both said that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. All right. So you got Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart as your goatee. Yep. Okay. Um,. I'm glad I'm glad to see that Resident Evil Village and Metroid Dread made the game of the year list. Um however, I don't feel like that either game's going to walk away with this one. Um Ratchet and Clank is the strongest contender. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Um I'm glad that it's there cuz the first game is great. So, but at the same time, I I have a feeling that that's not going to walk away with it either. So, by process of elimination, uh it takes two. My, it takes two might be the sleeper winner, but I'm gonna go with Deathloop for this Ooh. one. I think Deathloop's gonna be the game of the year winner for. You didn't go with your baby. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I know Lady D is gonna is gonna step on me tonight, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, but I'm sorry. But I I I I I feel like Village. I feel like the nomination for Village is the win, but I think Deathloop, considering all the praise it's gotten by by reviewers and publications across the board, I think it's going to take the the the, go, the game of the year uh, win. Yeah, yeah. Damn, these game awards just got a lot and a lot more interesting. Yes, they have. We really. Yes, they have. We need to do this more often. I agree. Yeah, we've got some skin in the game here. So, uh, so those are our picks uh, for the 2021 Game Awards, which will be airing this Thursday. So, uh, if you're watching along with us, uh, definitely take take note of of which one of us has the most uh, picks, most wins in our respective uh, nominee predictions. Uh, once again, the stipulation is that is that if I win. Uh, Carl will have to watch a double feature of Hereditary, which is the one Ariaster film he hasn't watched, and Cannibal Holocaust. Um, And if Carl wins, I will purchase and watch and review on the Victor's Corner Blank Man and Meteor Man. Why do I have the feeling that this is going to come down like one of us? We're going to win. Somebody's going to win to win by only one game. If, if, it, if it boils down to one, if, if that's a difference maker, and if it, you know, if it swings in either, either of our favor, then, uh, you know, I, I, then I think that, um, um, well, Okay, if 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 it if it boils down to like one win, right, mm-hmm. and say that it swings in your favor by that one win, I say that 
um, because it's so close to a tie because it's too close to call. Like like you know how you know a, 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 like how a political elect, elect elections go. If it's too close to call, then it's a draw. Nope. We we just walk away with our heads if held high. It's a draw and it, an exact draw. If we get the same amount, then we both walk away. No, if we both watch one movie. Uh no, no, no. we we, no, we, can, we both watch one. We can walk away, it's fine. We both watch one. It one. We can walk away with our heads held high. Nope, we we both watch one. Um and if but even if what even if that one game is a deciding factor, winner win, loses, lose. But if it's a draw, we each watch one movie. Okay. I I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, for me, it's it's a choice between shit and crap, so it doesn't make a difference. Greatness and greatness, but go ahead. Um, I mean, I mean the the fact that y'all, the fact that y'all big up Plank Man and Meteor Man is hilarious. But um, but yeah, you, you, you know, um, I'm just hoping. I'm just I'm just relishing the the the. I'm just relishing you getting to sit down and watch Ari Aster's Hereditary, and and I can tell you that Hereditary is slightly less intense than uh, Midsummer, but not by much. Um. I, I'm gonna check to see if Hereditary is available streaming. If it's not, you can bu- Amazon. Amazon. Oh, great! Even better. But if if not, I can what? Uh, um, I was, I was gonna say like if Hereditary wasn't available uh, on streaming, I would have let you borrow my Blu-ray. Oh, I thought you meant how Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Um, That's on Amazon. That I want. That one I know. Let me just double check. <sighs> Listen, man. I, I. If you if you watch Cannibal Holocaust, listen. Um, you. You have my thoughts and prayers, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's that's the bet. And like I said, you know, I mean, y'all already know my feelings of both Blank Man and Meteor Man, and I've shared them on this podcast. We've litigated both films. Um, a caller for some reason uh, had a T-shirt made um, of Blank Man. <laughs> it's freaking great. Sixty-five um, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That is way too high for a Cannibal Holocaust. Twenty-two percent Metacritic. Five point eight out of ten on IMDb. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Directed uh, by Ru- Ruggiero Diodato. Did I say his name right? Uh, I think you botched it. Maybe. Ruggiero. Uh, let me see. Let me let me look up the name. So, uh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me see. Wow, Cannibal Holocaust was banned in 1980 for cruelty and se- cruelty and sexual violence. Yes, yeah, it, yeah, it's got actual animal cruelty in it. They didn't fake the funk in that movie, from what I read. Like I know it by reputation, and it, I've steered clear from it. Like there, there, there's a few, like believe it or not, as as many intense movies I've seen over the years, there are a few movies that give me pause. That uh, that I think, hey, I don't know if I'm gonna ever watch this, like. For example, like uh, Solo or the 120 Days of Sodom, uh, a movie where there's characters eating a platter full of shit. I don't know if I'm ever going to see that movie. Uh, Antichrist by Lars von Trier. I definitely won't, will not see that movie. Um, Cannibal Holocaust. Um, what else? Yeah, th- th- there's a few movies that are too much even for Victor Omoyo. And it- when you know it's too much for me, <laughs> you know to avoid it. It was Banned in the UK until 2001. 
Mm. See, what does that tell you? Um, looking at the comments, it was banned here. in thirty-one countries around the world. Yeah, yeah. But looking at uh, John Hapana's comment here, he says, uh, "Just have Carl watch the Tree of Life." He's been. Carl doesn't need to watch that garbage film, Cannibal Holocaust. I will say Tree of Life is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's my favorite movie of 2011. It's it's not it's a it's a it's a Victor movie of a different sort. It's not about horror or fucked upness or like violence. No, this is actually a, a moving, emotional, visual poetry. I dare say it's what I call a cinematic spiritual experience. The Tree of Life. Trust me, Tree of Life is a great movie. Vic, will you ever watch a Dane Cook movie? I saw, I actually have one movie starring, which co-stars Dane Cook. It's Mr. Brooks with Kevin Costner. Never heard of it. Um, Employee of the Month was fun. I mean, Dane Cook... I don't know what's worse, watching a Dane Cook, a movie starring Dane Cook, led by Dane Cook, or watching Cannibal Holocaust or those other fucked up movies I mentioned. I don't know what's worse. Good luck, Chuck. I liked. In that way, it hit close to home. Oh, did it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, care to share? It basically, it, the movie's about like this guy who was cursed when he was a kid, and then every girl that he sleeps with. Ends up falling lo- falling in love with the next guy. Ah. Okay, I can, I can see how you can relate. So, fuck you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's happened to me for a long time, so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, um. Yeah, so so yeah, those are those are the movies. Uh I will choose I will stick with Cannibal Holocaust. Um I know he shook on it, but I'm willing to replace Cannibal Holocaust with Tree of Life. Nope, I'm gonna go with Cannibal Holocaust. Are you sure? I am positive. Because Tree of Life is a is an excellent it's a, it's a it's an outstanding motion picture, Carl. It is a spiritual experience, mind you. I'm agnostic, and I felt it, man. It's okay. I, I will stick with Hannibal, Cannibal Holocaust. <sighs> all right, all right. I mean, we are we already shook on it. We did shake. We on we, it. we shook on it. It's documented. Mm. Be a man. Yeah. Be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't. Be oh no, scurry. you gotta know about you gotta know about the be a man TikToks. Oh, I, I think of like Macho Man, Macho Man uh, rap song, be a man. Nah, it's, got, it's basically it's, it makes a joke of toxic masculinity. That's what it is. It's just toxic masculinity at its finest. It's like if no. you have a tumor, rip it out with your bare hands. Be a man. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's how med- medicine works. If you <laughs> another one was, if you go. If your bra makes as a dude from Boston, if your bra makes a big dinner, tell you're not hungry and make nachos an hour later. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, and get slapped for it too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Um, okay, we shook on it. I mean, I will I will say though, Tree of Life is a great movie. And I'm okay. I'm stick. I'm sticking to Cannibal Holocaust. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like in the future. Like Tree of Life, oh, okay. you should definitely watch it. Okay, but I'm sticking to Han- Cannibal Holocaust. Got to do it. All right, I got to do it. And her- I lose, I got to do it. Yep. And Hereditary. Okay. <laughs> God, I want to trust your laugh. Oh man, you've been wanting me to. You've been wanting me to complete the Ari Aster trilogy forever. 
Listen, all I, I can, got one, and that's my last one. Like all I can tell you about Hereditary is that heads will roll. Okay, somebody gets decapitated. Woo! Ah, mwah. Yes, so good, so so good. It's a great date movie too, Hereditary. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tony Collette, she was fantastic in it. <laughs> John Apodic's like, oh no. <laughs> gotta do it. Yeah. I gotta do it. All right. I'm a man. Gotta do it. Do it for the culture. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Uh so yeah, there it is. Our our picks, our predictions for the twenty twenty one game awards. Uh hopefully, uh hopefully uh you know, hopefully um the right person will have the most amount of picks. You know who the right person is. Uh Me. let us know. Uh, me, what you think? Uh, me in in, me? in the comments. Me, me at quarterspring podcast at gmail Me, me and um and me? while and shut up <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, while you're sitting down uh watching um watching an Ari Aster movie, you might you might have a you might have a, an appetite worked up you know as yeah. you're seeing all of that violence so. Get yourself a bottle of Silk City Hot Sauce. That's right. Just go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use the promo code CODEX to get 15% of your order. Yes. Do it on some wings. 15% on some wings, on some empanadas. Yep. Um, you can also- What was in the empanadas? It was like uh, seasoned chicken and uh, pepper. That's it. Trust me. And I get, a, get a breakfast sandwich from Dunkin' and then try it with that. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I really want to try that. I'm definitely do it. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh yeah, Silk City hot sauce. Try it out and uh your taste buds will like it and uh you know, you can uh you can you can also be a little creative with your hot sauce usage too. Anyway, uh oh, you can catch you can catch all of our episodes of uh the Codex Prime podcast on Facebook Live every Tuesday evening around 8 8 p.m. Eastern. Um SoundCloud, where you can find all of our audio episodes, as well, as well as iTunes. You can hit us up with that five star five star review. Spotify, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, I think we're on Apple Music. Well, we got to be on Apple Music. So Apple basically, podcast, yes, yes, Apple Podcasts. So pretty much like anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Codex Prime podcast. Um, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast, and also follow us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. That's right. Hope everybody's keeping up with the uh, DC DC Ember challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been in a sense challenging, but I've been having a little fun with it. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, you got some got some good stuff. What's your favorite one so far? Uh, I like your Joker one. Joker one was good. The one I did today. Yep, that's actually not my favorite. I like the other Joker that I did, but what? Mm. I like the the Batman one was good too. You know, no bats, just blank. No no blanks, just bats. How's he come? That was a comment. You didn't see the comment? I saw you commented. I was like, what the hell is he talking? Yeah. No blanks, just bats. Okay. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, if you want some Codex Prime merch, like T-shirts, check out uh, Infamous Customs right here uh, from a friend of the show, Afton Ward, a.k.a. The Cider Hunter. Uh, Check it out. Uh, Follow her on Instagram at Infamous Customs. That's M-F-A-M-U Customs. Let me customize you. Yeah, and it was really good. Oh yeah, Nick Quattrini's giving you some 
giving some love. God, for you, the cyborg was so lazy. <laughs> I was like, man, I gotta. I needed to take a nap, and then I'm like, oh my god, like I gotta, I gotta bang this out. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go the T Titans go route and just. Yeah, yeah. You should you should try the the Zack Snyder one. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah a lot of articulation yeah. too. Yes, but I ain't got time to draw aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, thank y'all for watching and, and listening. Uh, definitely check out the uh, um, game awards uh, this this coming Thursday. Next week we'll find out who won the bet. Um, uh, yeah, me. so uh, it's 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 gonna be me. Um, you know, Team Victor all day because you know, um, uh, fortune. Yes, let us me. know. Are you Team Carl or Team Vic? Uh, let us know why you're Team Victor. Uh. At codexplainpodcast at gmail.com because I really do not want to purchase Blank Man and Meteor Man with my hard earned money. Um, but uh, yeah, with that, uh, as always, um, we will catch you on the flip. Uh, support real black superheroes, people. Peace out, nerds. Love you, cousin Bonnie. Later.